Are you looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E Scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Error, chocolate ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one -on -one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at SNW Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. We're live once again. It's time to roll with the show. Oh, you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Running Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as a look into the chat, I see that Jason's in, Scotty, Bill, uh, Chuck. Uh, where where did it go? Where did it go? I believe. Uh, I want to say, I believe I saw maybe Dennis in? Yep, yep, there it is. I saw Dennis in. Speaking of which, uh, nice axe head you found, Dennis, at the uh, Boy Scout camp. I, I don't know how I missed that post. I just caught it last night. So, very, very cool. Nice, nice find. Should clean up very well. Uh, Mike Lockamette's in. Good to see Mike. Definitely. And I'm sure he's around somewhere. For those who missed it, yesterday was Frank's birthday. So if you didn't get the chance to wish him a happy birthday yesterday, go ahead and do it tonight if he drops into the chat. Maybe it'll throw him off. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Not at all. Uh, let's see here. Looks like... Um, <laughs> Hmm. Had to click on title to get here. 
actually, Mike, yes, I noticed as uh, we were going live that apparently some of the software has changed. I'm not sure. Uh, not sure what happened. It kind of threw me for a little bit of a, a little bit of a loop too. I don't know. It happens though. It happens definitely. And I see the Bortners are coming on board. There looks like Shannon's in. So, I guess uh, we should probably get rolling because who knows where this rabbit hole is going to wind up, where it's going to go, where it's going to end. I, I don't know. So links first and foremost in the chat and in the description. Our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, The Ring Finders, Note the website, Midwest Refineries website, Terry Shannon's website. We've also got Ohio Metal Detecting, Detect Ed Outdoors, All Metal Militia, Crazy Spider Adventures, Quarter Hoarder, and Hopper Hoodlum on YouTube. Trying trying to get used to that. It's, it's it's I don't know. It's throwing a wrench in things there for, for just a second. It's it's uh interrupting the synapses. Uh we've got uh hmm. we've got Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois Iowa Treasure Hunters, the Relic Hunters, and Detect America, all on Facebook. If you're into the Facebook side of things, you can check out Frank, Steve, and Ronnie, 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday nights, multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, Shelly and Dawn with Can You Dig It, Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, simulcasting, Facebook, YouTube, and we're here Wednesdays, Sundays, as time and availability allow. Now we're getting into the, uh, the festival season, all that stuff. Like to try and get out in the evenings when it's cooler and, and, you know, get the, uh, the, the fireworks and, and moon photography and things like that. If we can, who knows? So we hope that, uh, everybody had a, Safe Memorial Day weekend. Uh. <laughs> we hope that everyone had a safe and fun Memorial Day weekend. I saw there were a number of people that were cooking some very, very nice items. Uh, Chuck was smoking ribs. I think Dennis might have smoked ribs. Uh. Oh, wow, Relic Hunter may have been smoking ribs. We did a, we smoked a buffalo chicken roast and had shredded chicken and, ooh, that was, that was some good stuff, definitely. Smoked buffalo, smoked shredded buffalo chicken, smoked baked beans, and, uh, homemade brownies. Not bad, but even at all of that, uh, we hope that everyone remembered just exactly what Memorial Day is for. It's it's great to get together with friends and kick back and relax and all of that, but remember what it's for. And Monday, I shared a audio clip from a local... Memorial Day festival celebration, call it what you will, where the gentleman did a great job explaining just exactly how Memorial Day originated, the history of it, when it became a national holiday, and all of that, and what the reason behind Memorial Day is. So hopefully, those who are not sure what Memorial Day is, 
or maybe they don't realize how far back the tradition goes, uh, it might be something good to uh, take a little bit of time and take a listen to it and all of that. And I see that Michael is in. Uh, <laughs> nice, Bill. It it was a little hard. I mean, space was cramped to get that buffalo on the smoker, but we figured it out. Meanwhile, while I was shredding everything, everyone else had enough time to eat while things were still nice and piping hot. It took a, took a little bit to to shred that buffalo. He, he was a fighter. He was a fighter. So. <clears throat> Moving on, I think I've covered all of that that I had to uh, get covered. We've had a lot of things going on here. It's it's keeping me rather distracted while we're trying to play catch up from getting back from Illinois and uh, dealing with some things, you know, catching up with things here and dealing with some other things. So it's kept me a bit distracted. That's all right. We'll figure it out. Definitely. But I saw something, I don't know, maybe Friday maybe Thursday, I'm trying to remember. Either way, it was a recent article. I want to say the article was dated uh, May 8th. And I want to say, don't quote me, I could be wrong, I, I don't have it right in front of me right now because we're we're doing the show. But I want to say that it it may have been done on USA Today's website. I don't know if any of you guys and gals caught it or not. But the article was titled, The Best Metal Detectors of 2023. And I, I read it. I read it, and it bothers me. Uh, the article apparently was written by two different people in conjunction with one another. One gentleman, I want to say, was actually out of uh, maybe West Central Illinois. I could be wrong. Oh, by the way, Ian is in the house, and Ian, your prize has shipped. So, you should see it, I believe, uh, Friday. So, the, uh, the article said that it was the best metal detectors of 2023. And I read the article... And I don't agree. I don't agree with it at all. And uh, I happen to mention it to Chuck. And Chuck has also seen that article. And I believe he does not agree at all either. <laughs> What's your synopsis of the article, well, Chuck? You know, basically it's an ad. Mm -hmm. And it seemed to me they were selling on Amazon. We yeah, and that I got. And the only thing that I can say on on that respect is at least they mentioned that right up front. But as far as their reviews, uh, I can't agree with that. And no, that's that's one of the things that bothers me about this article is the fact that it misinforms people quite frankly and a lot of people that may not know any better they see this and they go oh well i can just click on it right here and get my gear they say it's the best gear of 2023 best metal detector sorry 
and I can just click on it and have it delivered to my door. And now we've just cut the dealers out of it so that they can buy online or from a big box store, give these people a commission that they freely mention at the beginning. If you make a purchase through these links, we get a commission. Right. And then they don't get the customer service. No. And, and they don't quite get frankly, help as needed. You're, you're right. dealing with a you're dealing with an automated company that just has it on the shelf. You put the order in, it comes off, boom, it comes to your house. And most people will read that, and they're so ingrained anymore, and they're just going, "Oh, I'll buy that one." They said it's good. I believe them. Well, right. I'm not saying it's not good, but when they get it, especially at the levels these were at, they're disappointed in performance. They're seeing maybe they see somebody online that just found this beautiful half dollar that was 10 inches, 12 inches deep, and these detectors overall will not get them. Right, or or they they make the grand mistake of buying the absolute cheapest one listed in the article, and they can't even find a manhole cover. I know it. And, you know, and there's one or two there that I'm not even truly familiar with, like the National Geographic model, which is, if you look at that, it's a 100% frame of either Ace 200 or 300, and not that it wouldn't do a beginner job, it's just it's got the National Geographic logo on it, it's their detector, and I know what Nat Geo is, and that will find me a lot of treasure. <laughs> right exactly and and that's treasure in that book that's what they're using and that's why i thought you know what this is this is a great point to bring up because people are out there they're they're, they're going to fall into the trap i mean now i know there's people in the past that have used bounty hunters and bounty hunter has drastically changed Fisher has not changed, just Bounty Hunter It went to a a stock standard $99 unit. That's basically what they're showing there, One a $129 or $99 unit. Well, that's fine. Um, if that's all you got to spend and that's where you get started and you can make it work for yourself, that's fine. But right. I, I don't think it's the top, one of the top five that you can buy today. Right. And I, I do, I should probably preface all of this. I probably should have mentioned this earlier that obviously what the listeners here are just our views, our opinions. That's right. It's, it's got nothing to do with the necessarily, we don't agree with the article clearly. I'll tell you that flat out. So you don't have to fast forward to the end of the show. It, we don't agree Correct. with it. Uh, but, you know, and, and we're not trying to bash any particular manufacturer. Metal detectors do what they're supposed to. They detect metal. Some of them do it better than others. That's but if right. you're going to buy them, That's buy right. from a reputable dealer. Do your research. Don't take a dime store article like this. Because I even went so far as to click on the links and look. And even though these links direct you to Amazon, they're not even the same sellers. These and are Mike different seen, Mike mentioned in here, he's seen the articles. Mark Hoover's in there. He's seen, he knows what we're talking about. He wants the Binford CTX 5050 turbocharge. That, Super sucker that, metal detector for 50 bucks. Uh, and that's exactly <laughs> what's going down here. But you know how many people that... Um, they'll catch some articles. They may see a YouTube thing of a guy out there, and then they'll see this come up, and they'll shop that, and they'll buy it from Amazon. They'll be totally right. unhappy, and it'll be a closet. It'll be a dust collector yeah. and a closet I mean, detector. And it's just, you know, and, and we've become specialized in our metal detecting over these years. I mean, there's different genres within our hobby. There's the guys that all they want to do is beaches, and and they're using waterproof units. They may be using the X-Cal. They may be using a uh, Fisher SR1 or SR2. 
I mean, they're spending some decent money on units that are going to recover for them. And then there's the gold hunters, and that is a whole different. You've That's got, a whole uh, different, different genre. level of machines because you can go from a few hundred dollars on a good one. Well, let's put about a thousand bucks, all the way up to thousands of dollars on a gold machine, like eight right. nine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I. I got to say, reading this article, aside from it's primarily just an ad to make them money, sure. they they don't even mention why are these the best metal detectors of 2023? Is it because of user-friendliness? Is it because of performance? Is it because of price? Is it because of budget level? Is it because of top end? And when you look at the article as a whole... You can't even tell what they're doing by looking at the article as a whole. It's a shotgun pattern. Right. So, I mean... And, you know, I get a lot of people that are sent to me. I've had two this week that are brand new. And the one still hasn't made her mind up yet. We we had her go through a couple, and she's going to let me know. And, and uh, we'll go from there. The other one had heard a lot about a equinox so i took them out let them run the equinox the other day and we showed them how to recover and what to do and pinpointers and then i let him run an apex and you know and he turned around and the next day he called me he decided that he wanted i had an 800 in stock he bought the 800 see and this is why the dealer can be such a valuable asset Right, right. And, because you're uh, not going to get that from the big box store or the online store. No, no. Well, you can get it maybe Andy Savage's book on that particular model. And if you even know of who and what Andy Savage is and does or things like that. So it's it's crazy. And then you got Mark out there representing a lot of Garrett and other people that do that, and um, they're just totally ignored, you know. And like I said, we have different genres of metal detecting. We have we have the relic hunting. We have water hunting. We have beach and water. Let's put that together. Then we have coin shooting and general hunting like that, and the gold hunting, and it, it's all become a different market and certain crossovers of machines from gold to relic and relic back to gold and uh it's just like and if you don't kind of stay on top of what your machines can do you have a multiple source machine in other words that machine will go in the water it'll do on the beach it will nugget hunt it will right an all-terrain general purpose oh yeah we got general purpose units out there and uh, some are very, purpose. very good in basically all they do. And uh, it's crazy just to say this, like Mark said it a little while ago on the page there, it's a super sucker for 50 bucks. And there is a whole brand new group of pinpointers coming out, showing up on the market I've seen that are out of China again. And they look like Garrett's again. Are they at least and, holding them by the right end this time? <laughs> yeah. So, buyer beware. Yeah. And unfortunately, there are a number of knockoffs out there, a number of companies that have been counterfeited. Uh, we know Coiltex had issues in the past of counterfeit companies or counterfeit products. Uh, Mine Lab, Garrett things like that and and it's unfortunate because that's that's where these are coming from is china so the knockoff stuff's floating around heavy again and and people are buying it and and i saw one guy complaining about a pinpointer he bought it didn't work and unless you touch the metal with it and i'm like well buddy just because it looks like a garrett doesn't mean it is a garrett right exactly but some people just go, oh, look at the price. I can get it for twenty nine ninety nine if I order now. 
Right. I'm I'm saving a hundred dollars. That sounds like a great idea. Well, if it's if it sounds too good to be true, chances are good it is. Right. It is. Yeah. Uh, you take a lot of dealers that are regional. Uh, let's go down to the southwest, uh, Arizona. A lot of them are just they have went strictly goldfield. They that. That makes sense. Arizona Outback and Rob's and that. They they can run the other ones, but they key on the gold field use. And then you get out east a little bit. Let's say we're out in Virginia. Those guys are really keyed up on relic hunting. Relic hunting. And coastal guys, you know, they do coin and treasure because they can, you know, sand beach, this kind of stuff. But they'll key more on the diving and the beach aspects. And, uh you know, when you get out in the heartland out here, well, you know, I've got people that call me from all across the country wanting everything from gold to relic machines because I'll travel to do it all. And um, so I have enough knowledge on most of the machines to be dangerous mm-hmm. and get out there and find stuff. Well, you know, they don't, uh, they don't realize how broad a spectrum of, different types of treasure hunting we have today exactly especially for somebody just coming into it they're not sure where to go and when they run across an article like this it it definitely sends them down the wrong path or if they get onto youtube and they see somebody oh my god did this person's got a hundred thousand subscribers so they must know what they're talking about and they say that this particular XYZ brand is a piece of junk. I shouldn't mess with it. That's right. Mark Hoover's given up detecting completely. He's got, at first, when I glanced at that post, I thought he was going to hunt for his own teeth. But <laughs> <laughs> arrowheads. But he said Meg teeth and arrowheads. Ah, well. Hey, he Did you can... lose your teeth, Mark? <laughs> I'm sure he can do good with it. Yes, he can. Definitely. (laughs) You know, it's just that type of stuff comes up uh, pretty frequently, and and you wonder where they're getting their info, but you know it's bought and paid for. And they're pushing Amazon and and some of this stuff, and, and most of them who may have wrote that article probably haven't detected uh, I'm going to go even a step further and say the people that wrote the article probably haven't even detected. And, you know, that's neither here nor there. I mean, right. it, it just, yeah, it's just exasperating with what's going on in the whole thing, like we have discussed about YouTube and some of the other stuff that comes across the uh, sites, and you go, what? Right. And you have to get your like information it. from reputable sources. And and when right. this article starts out and just says, you know, these, these uh, choices or whatever come from independent research, reviews, sales, editor's choices, nothing in there really says... We took this out. We ran this unit. We feel comfortable speaking about it, and you're going to hear why. You know, I I sat down, and I was fiddling with different units, and as I did, trying to make a list, and then you look at it, it's like, okay, let's use the 800, the 900, the AT Max, excuse me, AT Max, AT Pro, that particular grouping and those price ranges. And DS has put a couple units that fall in, you know, they designed the unit to match the price range. Right. And you can make a list out of that. You can go over to water, straight water. You can go with the Excal, Fisher, um, <clears throat> FW Fisher, SR1s and 2s are fantastic dive machines. Um uh, and there's several others on the market there. Fisher has one. Garrett has one. 
that all fit into that. How do you rate those? And you can slip over into relic machines and, you know, go yeah. after those. Then User friendliness, entry level, uh, top end. <clears throat> right. There, there's just all sorts of them, and and that's why I say this article doesn't even say, and and it it goes all over the board. I mean, it starts out with their their first machine they talk about is a two hundred and fifty dollar detector, but you go down two more machines or whatever, it's a seven hundred and fifty dollar detector, and then a thousand dollar detector, and then a fifty dollar detector. Yeah, and uh, and then they're shopping people who don't know that's exactly what they're doing uh-huh. it's a trap yes basically it is that's exactly what it boils down to but it got it got me to thinking and it got you to thinking too of well what if a person had to, to do something like that, what does a person consider as the top five detectors? But we both kind of realized, well, wait a minute, this is a little tougher question to answer than just black and white. Right. So, you know, it, it, it's exasperating. I mean, you work hard to bring people that come to you into the hobby and get them into a unit, and some of it is directly driven by budget. What's right. your budget? You know, right. what did you expect to spend? What do you want out of the machine? What do you know about these? What do you, what do you, and you try to bring them in, and so they go out, and the nicest thing that can happen is they succeed in the field where you want it to happen. Right, because if they're successful in the field, that makes them a happy customer, which also makes them a return customer many times. That's right. And, you know, or they bring friends that are getting into the hobby, too, because they like to bring buddies and girlfriend in or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you help them along, and, and they get introduced to a pretty decent hobby when they can cross over like if you're a fisherman throw the detector and fish aren't biting hit the beach right yeah for a while uh, fish aren't biting and hop beach, off the side of the boat and see and how the water is the sand too, and you can go fishing and all that kind of stuff uh if you like to go out west and pan you can metal detect also and trout fish. I mean, it's all it all ties in. You get a little more bang for the buck that you spend out in the field somewhere for a week, 10 days, whatever your vacation is, and mix it up and have some fun. Yeah. And, I mean, this, this really is a hobby that you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Don't, you know, don't look and say, I don't know. Just for example, say Garrett, they've got a detector. Oh, I can get that for three hundred and fifty bucks. We'll say right. Uh, but I just saw the local ad of the home improvement store down the street that says they have metal detectors for forty nine ninety five. I, why should I order that from Garrett when I can go down the street and get this one? Well, yeah, that happens. You get out of it what you put into it. If you buy right. a a discount special or an off-the-shelf blue light special or whatever, chances are good you're not going to be very successful. Therefore, you're not going to be very pleased with the hobby, and you're not going to stick with it, and you're really cheating yourself. That is right. That is right. So, anyway, um, and a lot of the people that come in, I, I get sent to me buyer from people that are on our page and people that are out, you know, that you know, and clubs and this kind of stuff. They sought out somebody they saw doing it or no does it, and they get the right direction into the right places. And there are many dealers out there that never talk to a customer also. They're, they're on Amazon. They're on, you know, all they do is sell online. And uh, sometimes they lead people a bit astray also 
Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and one of the things that got me too with that article is that they right. list off, um, oh, I believe five, five detectors. And then when you scroll further down, they relist these again, same order, but they add one more. That up until that point, nowhere in this article was MindLab even mentioned. No. Nope. Until nope. the end with the Vanquish 540. And it's like, if they're trying to do, say, budget priced or entry level price, what about the Xterra Pro? Oh, yeah. that That is a killer unit. For the money, it really is, and you know that, that's. And I don't know, man, hundreds of times we've said it. We're winning. People coming in get into some technology that was really good just a few years ago, been wrapped up in a package, and sold at a competitive price with other starter detectors that is worth the money. It's two sixty nine or. Yeah, two hundred sixty nine dollars, and I think March Mark also mentioned that in there too. So you know the the simplexes, uh, the yeah, that's that's another I one. Nowhere in the article was Nokia mentioned. Yep. So they basically just got hired to put something out and talk about it. So and whatever. misinform people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Steve it's wants you to talk about him. What? Steve says, "Say my name now, Josh." <laughs> I think he's. I think he's mad at you. Yep, there he is. Steve's in the house. Well, there you go. You happy now? <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Wow. I think they do, Shannon. You publish the article, link, boom, and they get a kickback. That's very, very plausible. Yeah. Yeah. And and they even like I said, they start off saying, you know, any purchases through these links, we or our uh publishers get a commission. So I don't nope. know. I don't get it. It's it's out there. It's out there for money. It's out there to misinform. And it basically, like you said, they're fishing. They're casting out the net and they're seeing who they can catch in the trap. Yep. And, you know, a lot of them become very disgruntled in a hurry when they find the machine is not working like they thought, you know, they'd go out and clean up right away. And uh, then it goes into a closet, and then it's yard sale fodder, and you go down to yard sale. Oh, I used it once. It's been sitting in a closet. I decided I didn't like it. Then they can pick it up for 10 or 15 bucks for a grandkid. Right, yeah. And that's another thing that, that tells me that they didn't put a lot of time and effort into this article because... Uh, I believe the National Geographic Junior listed as a pro for this detector is it's portable. <laughs> Aren't they all? Well, <laughs> other than the walkthrough Garrett's. Right. And a couple of the other companies, they're, they're not easily portable but yeah yeah so i i mean i'm just kind of reading this article and i'm going really this is a pro uh, come on i mean we all take them out of the house with us we put them in our vehicle we go to wherever it is that we're hunting we take them out of the right. vehicle we run it all day i think they're all portable <laughs> But yeah. this is a pro. This this is a purchasing point, is what the article tries to make it sound like. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's frustrating. But all you got to do is, you know, 
they'll 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 come across somebody out there that maybe knows or has stuff and go the right way you hope but um, then a lot of times they go out and they're the ones that get out there and they hear a large piece of metal in the middle of a pretty park they got a shovel they dig it up they don't fill the hole in because nobody's giving them primer on how to do this properly and right. what to do and not do and that also causes problems and who catches hell for it then not them the rest of us do or they go on places they shouldn't be on don't get permission things like that that that's the fallout of this kind of stuff yeah and there again that gives all of us a black eye unfortunately Yes, it does. It is it is very frustrating. And and this article was just put out earlier this month by I mean and, and I I I could be wrong. I want to say it was USA Today, which you would think would do a little little more uh fact checking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then again, eh. What do you do? I don't know. So I guess uh, you know where where does a person go with something like this? You know, do you want to try to we've, mention? We've totally lost the chat. Mike's talking about plumbing problems. Steve's talking about him trying to kiss me. What the hell? <laughs> well, and earlier Phil Phil was bad. trying to talk Mike into dyeing his hair green. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're just they're having a blast. Yes, but anyhow, now now you and I have vented. Here's what I think I'd like to see. I'd like to see somebody come up with a list here on the site and tell me what you think the top five detectors are this year. Just out of curiosity, what do you think, as a listener out there? Do you think the top five would be? And just general coin hunting. We're not going to look at water. We're not looking at gold prospecting, relic hunting. Just our general coin hunting. What would you think the top five would be at this point? Right. So not just of 2023, but at this point. So if it came at out, say, time, because things are changing. 2021. Right. Right. They're just changing rapidly, so... Yeah, and, and this is something where, you know, just because they say that it's, you know, the top detectors of 2023 doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they are or even that that's what they will be six months from now. Right. As right. Steve says for coins, mine lab. <laughs> yeah, there you go, mine lab. Yep, for silver coins, mine lab. Core Legend, Knox 800-900, Deus 2, and Simplex from Ian. Naka gets the job done nice. Garrett's. That's from Steve and my lab for coins. Yeah. But even... Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah, the fight showed up. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, Mark Hoover has the Manicor at one, Deus two at two, Naka Legend three. Mm, at three. 900. Nuts, 800. Oh, the AT Pro. <laughs> AT Pro sits right in the midst of them. I see people doing very, very, very well with them. Continuous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's... I would say out of... Uh, Especially for Garrett, the mm-hmm. AT Pro has been and continues to be one of the most popular models out there. That's right. That's right. And, and it's, just there's a reason for that. It's a good machine. Ability to give it a natural advertising without advertising by putting it in the hands of people and television and that kind of stuff, and it does a good job. Right. Their marketing has been phenomenal because of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I see that uh, 
Frank's still voting for the CTX. Yes, and Frank, the CTX is a high-end machine. I have no problems throwing it in there. Yeah. But Mark gave a good a good layout there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Shannon's even... Even in there, good. I mean, Knox, Nocta, Deus, Garrett. Mm-hmm. So they're they're coming up with some good ones in there. I mean, this article isn't pulling the wool over their eyes. And Jason asking Mark, he doesn't rate the Deus one as a top machine. Well, I'm with, and I'll tell you what. Originally, the first Deus out. The first dais, they weren't well-received here for a long time because they were pretty much designed for European mode of operation. And when they got over here, they had a lot of problems with them. But they have tuned that up and gotten better, and the dais 2 has stepped it up very well. Right. With the updates that they did to the dais 1, as well as the addition of the X-35 coils even though it may have taken some people a little bit of getting used to, it proved to be a fairly decent machine. But they really did step up their game with the release of the Deus II from everything I've seen and heard from people. Because I saw people that were Deus I, the the first-generation Deus users, uh, X-35 for the Deus users, the the high-frequency coils for the Deus users, and they went to the Deus II and seeing the finds that they had been posting, and seeing the finds that they posted once they had the Deus too, you could mm-hmm. tell XP stepped their game up. Right. Right. And I mean, we're looking back, same way with the CTX, Frank. Don't take take, take this too hard. This technology is a fantastic machine. Its processor is slow. They're coming out with better units and and moving ahead. Its technology is 10 years old. 10 years old in this industry is old. Yeah. Just like the computer industry. It's and the still cell good phone. hard hitter. Many of the others are, the AT Pro, but it's moving forward at a faster pace. Somebody's got to play keep up and the 3030 is not going to be ended but it i I think you're going to see something a step above the manticore that's going to probably take care of the 3030 and no it's it's not going to be a possibility (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think they're going to call it the 50 50 but uh well you know we'll see what happens we'll see what happens anyway yep and it's a, it's an '80s Porsche. It's a good machine. You can't uh, you can't put that down. It's like having a Porsche from 1980. I'd love to be able to afford that. Anyway. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! But uh, yep, they're good machines. But things have moved forward, and they still are there and have a good presence. But. Yeah, there's others yes, that are do. kind of standing tall above it. And, and what we're is gonna, I think so, expounded upon and maybe be part of the replacement group. It's a good possibility. I, uh, them things are built rugged. They're very well balanced. Yes. So, oh, by the way, did I hear Frank has a birthday? Yeah, that's what I heard. He had one yesterday. But if if it makes Steve feel any better, we can give him one today, too. Make him another year older. I got him going now. He's telling me on... It's old tech work, still 28 freaks. Other machines can't. There'll be an upgrade. Yep. But the current trend, Frank, is to get away from too many multiples like the 3030 had on its GPX and or GPS, excuse me, and all this stuff, and right. put it into a genre that those units 
and people understand better. And that's the other thing. The companies are trying to make them simpler, so they don't need people helping them. Right. Simpler, more lightweight, better performance. You know, cram it into a smaller package. And uh, so far, they're doing it, and they're doing it well. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I know Frank loves his CTX, and so did I. But that mana core is like half the weight. Right. So anyway, we got them thinking a little bit. At least they're talking about it once in a while. Right. uh, And another thing that we're seeing now, as opposed to, say, 10 years ago, is that we're starting to get more features at a lower price point. You got it. And we weren't seeing that years ago. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. When Nocta said that they were going to come out with a fully submersible, waterproof, rechargeable, updatable machine, and we're going to do it all in a price point of less than $350 or whatever it was, I'm like, okay, this I got to see, you know, because before, prior to that, you couldn't touch a, a fully submersible waterproof machine for probably, you were going to pay about $1,000 for it until Garrett came out with the AT Pro and they slashed the price tag in half. Then here comes Nocto with the Simplex and they slashed it in half again. Yes, they did. So we're winning. We've discussed this awful lot, how well this is going for the consumer and the detectorists and all the features that have come out and not, they've kept the prices down because of the competition. We got more competition. Right. For competition is a good thing. Right. Uh, multi-frequency units. And uh, so that works out for us. I mean, Something like the Manicore back 10 years ago had been priced just right below what the 3030 was. And uh, yep. that type of thing. So, I mean, and the, the 900, the 800. The 800 is still very viable. I yes, mean, it is. Machine. It's a phenomenal machine, uh, especially for the price. Them, they're giving them price points and ideas. You don't necessarily need to have a prospecting mode. So you get the the 700 and a little different setup and it's a little less money and that fits buddy's budget better. Yeah, exactly. If, if your budget doesn't allow for you to have an 800 or a 900 and you don't feel that you need the prospecting mode, the six and seven hundreds are very viable machines that maybe they do fit into your budget. Right, and and Mark Mark just put up there. Nokia is the one that forced this. Yes, competition, the pricing competition, a competition of more bells and whistles for the same price instead of more money. Yeah, because say ten years ago, if you would have mentioned Nokia, a lot of people would have been who. Yep. But especially within the last five years. They have shown that they are a major contender in the industry and in the arena, and they continue to keep proving themselves and showing that fact time after time after time, where, say, 10 years ago, a lot of users, as well as a lot of the manufacturers, weren't necessarily paying attention to Nokia. Nokia was just over here doing their own thing. And now they're all watching. Oh, all right. Well, anyway, we got them thinking in a positive manner. I've got a a little errand I got to go run here. So I'm going to have to back down. And, uh, but keep thinking, folks. Keep digging. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Oh, and uh, there was an envelope that went out to you yesterday, so you may see an envelope, I don't know, the end of the week, beginning of next. 
And for those of you who want S&W shirts, those who have ordered them, I will have them in after the 6th. Only go up to 2XL, and if you want them, PM me, and we'll get you set up on them. I've got a few right. coming in, XLs, 2XLs, and, uh, yeah, Dennis, I'll see you tomorrow night. Take care, buddy. We'll see you at some meeting. Well, thanks, Josh. Well, thank you, Chuck. <laughs> I think we got them thinking. I think we do. <clears throat> now we'll have... Now I'll have to watch and see what comes out next. That always is a surprise. That's the fun part. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe out there. Thank you, Josh. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call. You betcha. And also another thing to mention, too, for those that are ordering Shooters and Prospectors shirts, uh, remember, they are... 100% 100% cotton. So, if you're, say, a 2X and you order a 2X, make sure that you wash it in cold water. And maybe even line dry, air dry, something like that. Uh, otherwise, your 2X shirt may turn into a... A belly shirt? I don't know. Hard to say. And hmm, I don't know. Call me strange. I guess I just kind of prefer to keep my belly under the shirt. <laughs> you know, keep keep it covered up. Oh, and Phil talked. I don't know. Did anybody talk Mike into dyeing his hair green? <laughs> Uh, oh, who knows? Always a good time, though, and and definitely. Uh, speaking of the article tonight, um, you have got to remember and don't fall into the trap. Do your research. Uh, get your information from a reputable, trusted source. You know, get it from here. Get it from Detect America. Get it from Chuck. Uh, get it from Ronnie. Don't just run down the street to your local big box store or jump online and go to Amazon. I mean, don't get me wrong. Amazon can be a handy place for people, but not in this particular scenario, buy from a reputable dealer. Buy from Chuck. Buy from Ronnie. If you don't want to buy from them, that's fine. But at least do yourself the favor and buy from a dealer that you are comfortable dealing with because from the dealer you get that after-the-sale customer service. Um, as long as it's a reputable dealer, you know, and the dealers that we mentioned, believe me, they're reputable dealers, definitely reputable dealers. So that's something to keep in mind. Obviously, uh, for those who were not in attendance at DTH, maybe they did not know, but Chuck and and Chuck has not had shirts available in, oh my, I want to say we're probably going on more than 10 years. Uh... Good grief. It would have been... Mm, I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe Frank can help out with the timeline there if he's still in the chat. But it would have been prior to... Go Mine Labbing Atlantic City 
that was prior to 2014. I think by the Go Mine Labbing AC, uh, Chuck had had already had shirts and, and didn't have them anymore. <clears throat> so this is the first time in years that Chuck has had shirts available. And obviously, if you're interested in one of those, you can always get a hold of him, PM him, give him a call. Uh, the number's in the, the chat. It's in the description. It's always right there at the top of the list. And you can check and see if you can get your hands on one of the shirts. But like he said, they only go up to the the particular source that he is using for his short for his shirts right now. They only go up to two X, I believe. So until the next time, <clears throat> remember when you see the articles like that, don't fall into the trap. And for those of you that are looking for a good laugh cuz i'm not going to i'm not going to post the link or anything i don't know if anybody has in the chat or not but i'm not putting the link in the description i didn't include it with the post <clears throat> nothing like that because uh well quite frankly we're not going to promote a link like that for an article that was uh To put it politely, very misleading. We'll leave it at that. For everyone else, hopefully you can stay cool. Uh, obviously, this time of the year, especially for those here in my area, I know as well as throughout the Midwest, we are in kind of a drought. Now is not the time to go hit your public park or your... Uh, private homeowner's permission or something like that. The ground is so dry, it's it's hard to even get a digger in. We have not had rain since uh, detecting the heartland, basically. And there's no rain in the foreseeable future either. I mean, our backyard looks like the surface of the moon. It, it's all dry, crumbly, it, there's, I'm pretty sure I saw a part of something similar to the San Andreas Fault in the backyard yesterday. I just hope it doesn't crack open any further than it has, because, uh, <laughs> watch that first step, it's a doozy. Oh, so keep that in mind when you're out trying to dig, folks. The you can't hide your plugs in conditions like this. You guys and gals know this, unless of course you're at the beach or something like that, which is a entirely different story. I'm sure Frank's getting out, he's still doing some digging. I'm sure Steve's probably getting out, he's getting to the beach. Uh Around here, we are fortunate enough that we do have a couple of little specks of beach that we could hit. <sighs> but right now, um, you know, we're we're staying out of the parks and, and areas like that. Uh, well, and, and for, for me and Tam right now, we're just trying to keep the tomatoes alive. Oh, the sun is brutal. But until the next one, stay safe, get out there and try to find it if you can. If you want a good laugh, do a little bit of Googling and you can find the article that we referred to tonight and it will give some of you a good laugh if you read it. We just ask, please don't buy from their links. If, if you see a product that you want, contact Chuck, contact Ronnie, uh, you will thank yourself for it in the long run. Other than that, hopefully, like I said, everyone did have a safe and fun Memorial Day weekend as we roll into the hot 
time of the year, the dog days of summer, the festivals, the fireworks, all of that. Stay safe out there. We're out of here.